0: Oh. we forgot the intro this morning. No intro, <laughs> that's okay, they get to see our
1: pretty faces.
0: <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Brendan Rendo with the Holmes in Orlando team, joined as always by Joseph Dion. Hey, Joe, I guess you're feeling kind of like me this morning, huh?
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's uh, It's just been you know, this weather, the, the, uh-huh. the constant changes, like it's hard to. It does a toll on the body, right? Like
0: it, hot, yeah, cold, I, Florida, I'm,
1: humid, I'm wet, with not
0: air infection and miserable. You know. But thank you everyone for joining us. We are the Orlando Real Estate Buzz. We come to you every Thursday, bringing you all the national plus local economics, so that you stay up to date on what's going on and what's affecting the real estate market. And the big one that came out yesterday that really kind of helped helped us out overall with the rates was the ADP numbers for national employment. We they came at 100, 103,000 which was about 27,000 lower than had it had been expected. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a pretty good miss. That's what about 18 20%? Yeah. Off just, your uh, number? Yeah,
1: right off. And that's a, I mean that's when you see something like that that's a you know the funny part is is I'm curious what's going to happen when they revise it. Is mm-hmm. it Does it get revised up or does it get revised even lower? Because, you know, typically what we've seen is that these numbers are revising to the downward.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the interesting thing that I saw in the numbers was down here in leisure and hospitality, because what was driving all of our numbers throughout the summer, the spring and the summer? That leisure were just, and hospitality. Leisure and hospitality. They were having, what, 50 th- 55,000 uh, employment jumps, you know, 40,000 employment jumps. Mm-hmm. And we're, we've actually seen a contraction. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense when you look at inflation-wise um, that a lot of people are really starting to curtail extra spending mm-hmm. because they went to the grocery store this week.
1: <laughs> it's true though right like it's true like you know we we've seen an adjustment i think we've seen an adjustment you know it, it was interesting to see kind of like black friday um cyber monday some of the strongest shopping uh mm-hmm. shopping um historically but the question began it's like what i what i told uh what i talked a lot about with my team was just because those numbers were strong doesn't mean that the economy is strong you know a lot of times that could actually mean that the economy is a little bit worse because everybody was saving up, waiting for the deal, mm-hmm. to get their Christmas. What we need to see is what does that spending look like the rest of this month, and I think it's going Correct. to be down across the month.
0: Yeah, and what what a lot of people don't look at as well is they don't look they don't adjust the number for inflation. So yeah, we had a we may have had a four percent increase or a five percent increase, but if prices went up eight percent you really haven't had an increase yep. you actually had a decrease and that's that's something you know again you you got to look at the whole number not just not just the headline mm-hmm. but, i mean but overall these numbers continue to be very good for for the housing market i mean the the headline last week though was oh you know the the lowest sales numbers in since what 2010 mm-hmm. or for housing and a lot of that was due to the interest rate hikes, but yep. when we look at the um, where the market's been headed over the past couple of days, this has really been beneficial. And we've seen it. You know, you know, your average is probably what unconventional, conventional about seven percent right now, right in that ballpark. Seven,
1: seven and eighth, right in that ballpark. Like, it's pretty cool to send quotes to people in the sixes again. Like, not gonna yeah. lie. Yep. Dude, my job's yeah, a lot easier.
0: FHH is a little bit better than the conventional right mm-hmm. now, correct? Yep. I mean, we got the announcement this week, you know, that the conventional limit is going up again, you know, to, to <laughs> 766,000. But you kind of look at it like, well, it, it used, you used to get excited when you'd see that, that limit push up. But right now it's like, who cares? Because I don't have anyone who can, you know, afford – to take out a seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage. Mm-hmm. You know, my people are worried about the three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars and what their what their payment's gonna be overall. Yep. You know, I, I got a young man and he's fortunate in that his godmother is in the mortgage industry and she locked him in yesterday, you know, because she's doing it at no cost, it's six percent for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and it actually brought him below $2,000 with taxes and insurance on his payment. And he was just like, it's like, static. Yeah. And it's, you know, you feel great for him is because, you know, he's, he works hard. Um, he's, he's a, uh, HVAC tech, mm-hmm. real nice, real nice kid. And anything we'd looked at, we, you know, if we jumped, you know, $5,000 on the price, it really took him out of his, his budget opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is where I think we're all kind of hoping that, yeah, you know, can we can we pull back a little bit so we can we can get some people qualified again? Yeah. And you know, I think you know you and I talked about it earlier. Is the the yields are dropping, but they're still being cautious in the on the mortgage side.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think we've seen because we've seen the T, the ten-year T, which is going to be one of the most conservative investment right. options out there. And MBS is typically pretty conservative as well, but we haven't seen kind of those returns the way that we wanted to see them. So usually that when you see that drop in the 10-year T, we see the the, the MBS kind of go up, right? Like we see a corresponding adjustment. We kind of haven't seen the equal movement. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to start to see it a little bit as a couple of days, but there's still a little bit of caution on the mortgage side when it comes to investors. And I think they're seeing a lot of the trends that we have right now of, You know, home sales are down. We're seeing new build data coming in. That's a little bit softer than what they want. You know, Mm -hmm. and I think that's going to, you know, that's going to impact how, what happens on these mortgage backed securities. And I think Powell said some things that maybe scared some people away on that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you see him on Friday when he, he basically came out and said, guys, you're getting over your skis. You're getting ahead of yourself. Mm -hmm. We haven't said that we're done raising rates and we're going to continue to look at it. Yep. And surprisingly, I, the market kind of just like, yeah, whatever, Jerome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We think, we think you're going to blink first. That's what we think. We yep. think you're, you're going to end up blinking first mm-hmm. and the market, you know, you really can kind of see that they're, they're the way they're looking at things is no no, we, we don't really believe you. We think you're going to go ahead and cut rates. Yeah. And, you know, when we get into the, into the, what they're, you know, the betting pool is right now, of course, this, you know, the meeting coming up here on the 13th, everyone's like, no, nah, they're not doing anything, you yeah. know, and probably not, especially with the job numbers we just got yesterday, yeah. the federal numbers come out tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. So if those are soft again as well. Um, I think that really, I mean, just takes our takes any rate hike off off them off the uh, table. And mm-hmm. I mean, we've also seen, you know, besides the the low new new jobs, is that the number of job openings have actually dropped to the lowest it's mm-hmm. been, you know, than before the the pandemic. Works down to like eight point seven million. Um, yeah, to me seems like a ton of opportunity, but seems like it, right? But that's lowest yeah. since before the pandemic yeah yeah but you're not seeing it and then but when we start getting in here all of a sudden if you remember last week is this was you know no no change in january was Mm -hmm. at about 86 87 percent all of a sudden you're starting to see an inkling of more people feeling that january they may actually do a cut and then as we get further into the year i mean we get into march and you, you now got over, what, 60, 60% of the people feel that March is our first cut. They're going to have to do a quarter percent, quarter percent uh, rate decrease in March. And then when we get into May, I mean, you've got, what's that, 87% of the people mm-hmm. feel we're either going to have a quarter or a half a point or better yeah. rate cut. So, I mean, that's why... It, everyone on, when, when Powell came out on Friday, which I thought he was very, very forceful, very vocal. Mm-hmm. And the market just said, eh, yeah, whatever, Jerome.
1: And my, my, my concern with this is kind of, Jerome's kind of leaning into this whole, whole situation of, you know, what I don't want to see is the Fed pull back too quick. And then us mm-hmm. go back into a speculative buyer market, right? Like where all of a sudden we hyper drive purchase right? Inflation yep. drives back up. And if we see that happen, the feds are going to come back twice as hard and they're going to let it sit and really make sure a pain is felt. Yeah. about back to the eighties, when the feds adjusted too quick, they said, oh crap, inflation skyrocketed again. Then they came back and put the pedal to and the they metal. Do- yeah. They, do-
0: yeah they, and doubled, they, they doubled down hard. and double down hard. <laughs> and that's what I'm afraid we can
1: see this time. You know, So I don't want to see the feds kind of jump in too. I would rather them be a beat too late right now then it beat be too early, right? Yeah. And because I think if they're too early, it will drive because we live in a hyper-aggressive market to where we see it right here in the numbers. People aren't listening because they're like, oh, the data's pointing here and they're getting ahead of themselves. And sometimes getting ahead of ourselves can drive prices back up, can drive purchases and can drive inflation back. Like all these things, these snap reactions can have a, a bigger impact on us.
0: Yep. But it's, it's interesting because we... You know, we had that conversation last week about the builders and what are the builders doing. And -hmm. I went to a fantastic meeting and we're going to cover those numbers next week of what's going on with the with the home builders here in central Florida. Mm -hmm. But like I would mentioned, you know, we get the updates every Thursday morning of available homes. And here it is, you know, for your eyes, your own eyes to see is you had a home at three hundred seventy two thousand dollars. This is Taylor Morrison home. Okay, this is a two-two, and they cut the price forty-seven thousand dollars. That's over a ten percent price cut, really pretty close to a fifteen percent price cut on that home. And it's just not one. I mean, they're doing it consistently. Here, you've got one at you know eighty-nine, eight hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars. They cut it forty-four thousand dollars. Come down here, you, you're seeing it again, you know, $20,000 mm-hmm. price. Back. So you're that's a, anywhere from a 5 to a 15% price decrease on homes currently built by Taylor Morrison. And they're still going to give you the rate buy downs. Mm-hmm. So, and this this isn't the only one. I could pull up pretty much every builder right now and just show the incentives that they're providing for buyers. And this is one reason why we said, you know, if you're if you're looking at a new home, now is not a bad time. You can probably negotiate a price decrease, rate buy downs, mm-hmm. plus some extras. That refrigerator that we love, so now refrigerator. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's, I mean, when you look at those numbers, it's, you know, it, it's it's a the new builds which have been keep propping up. Home sales, in, really in Central Florida, for the past several months, that's I'm afraid that can pull down our prices. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that can actually start to pull down prices because yeah. if you're looking at now all of a sudden you, you're looking at four hundred thousand dollars where it may have been four hundred fifty for the that new construction at seven mm-hmm. you know, percent, and you got a, a a resale at four hundred thousand dollars at seven percent. Which way are you going to go? You know, mm-hmm. majority of people are going to go towards the new construction. So how do you beat the new construction in the resale? You've got to lower your price to make it more attractive, and that's that's what I think. You know, that's that's my worries is because inventory has grown enough that, you know, it, we're, we're seeing some of those price decreases, and we're seeing it in our numbers on a on a weekly basis. And then the I think the other big news. And this came out yesterday was we have been talking consistently about the commercial mortgage market and that there's a lot of trouble ahead.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: a lot of people may not know who Carson uh, Block is, but he's a very big short sell guy. Um, and he is actually shorting Blackstone's real estate investment trust right now. Reason being, Is they're holding all this commercial paper and he feels they're going to have a liquidity liquidity crisis coming their way because if they have to sell any of these properties, they're going to be taking huge losses on this commercial paper. And a lot of people don't know, but BlackRock froze Mm -hmm. the ability of its investors to pull their funds out of their real estate investment trust. And that's been over a year, maybe about a year and a half. They have they have not allowed you to pull your funds out of this out of this out of this account. So that's that's scaring me a little bit about how bad, you know, if you've got one of the big short sellers of the world telling you one of the biggest public companies is in a world of hurt, and I'm going to short it because I think I can make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of, that's got some big red flags being waved in front of it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's a little
1: concerning right there. And that's, that's something where we talked about before. Like we haven't seen the commercial side have the impact that I think, I think a lot of people expected, right? Like when COVID mm-hmm. happened in the work from home, like a lot of people expected commercial to take a big hit. And in certain areas we've seen it already, but in central Florida, we really haven't, you know, uh, you know, I, For all intents and purposes, like we're negotiating a new new leases right now because our lease is getting ready to go up and and, you know, there's not a lot of wiggle room, you know, and I kind of joked because what I what I feel is happening is, you know, a lot of these landlords and owners, they're trying, you know, whereas we used to be able to negotiate a three-year contract. I mean, it's everybody wants a five-year and commercial mm-hmm. but for office space. You can usually get a three-year with minimal build out and this and that. If we covered it, like nobody wants to do a three-year, they're all like, we want five-year, we want five-year. Cause I, I think they see what's going to happen. And I think mm-hmm. they're starting to see it, but they haven't see, like it hasn't happened to the point yet to where the, people looking to rent or to purchase commercial are able to benefit. It's kind of like, okay, well, the people that hold the properties, they know it's coming. So they're trying to lock in people where they can.
0: Yeah. 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 Cause you know, if, if the market does slide, which you know, we, I, I think again, we've been very fortunate in, in central Florida where other parts of the country, they've seen the commercial really start to slide mm-hmm. tremendously. Um Probably the biggest, of course, is is San Francisco. I mean, yeah. they just, you know, went to hell in a handbasket very, very quickly. And, you know, a lot of people turned over the key, literally ter- turned over the keys to their commercial buildings and said, you know what? It's just not worth it. You know, mm-hmm. I still owe you $315 million. I've lost, you know, 80% of my my tenants. There's no way I can make this work. Here, take it. Have a nice mm-hmm. day. So, so that's, that's something that we got to continue to watch because we haven't seen a lot of follow-up news either on, on the WeWork um, Mm -hmm. fiasco, that bankruptcy Um, that's still in the process and what's going to happen with all the, you know, all their leases as well. Mm -hmm. So those are things we're, we're watching. And then when we break into our numbers here locally, you know, we had a nice rebound, the, um, this past week. Okay. So, because we, I mean, the week before we were down to 190, which of course, you know, that took into effect, you know, the Thanksgiving, but we jumped back up to 391. Yep. <laughs> but again, our inventory is continuing to grow. And we're actually up to 5,600 listings right now. Oh, wow. But our condos, that condo sales number is still staying low. Mm-hmm. We only have 138 sales in the condos. And our inventory is increasing there. Mm. And then we look at, you know, our all important original list to sales price. We've stayed consistent week Mm -hmm. to week for the past several weeks, where we're sitting down around ninety-four percent of the original list price. Yep. And it's interesting because I um, was doing a home inspection. Yesterday, and a lady who's selling her house down the street stopped in, and we had a nice conversation. And you know, I politely told her, you know, well, my my gut tells me you're a little, you're high on your on your value. You know, if you'd like me to, I can go ahead and do do a um, quick analysis for you and just send it over to you, just so you have you have a reference point, you know, to talk with the person you're working with. And I did it yesterday. They're listed at four hundred thousand, and. She's 25 grand overpriced. There's there's literally nothing within a half mile that supports supports the price that this person has put on the on the house. And she's got to sell this house to buy the next house Mm -hmm. from a builder. And that she's got two months. And I'm like, not at that price. You're not, it's it's not gonna not gonna Mm -hmm. happen. You know, not not with these not with these interest rates so i'm afraid that's what we're seeing a lot of times is you're getting people are getting aggressive actually you know gentleman we work with who who i help out from time to time john he he has a he has a listing and he really priced it only about, it's a townhome yeah and the townhomes were pretty much going well, it was almost consistent uh 260 thousand in the in the facility right most of them started at 265 and ended up at 260, like three of them in a row, like that. And he priced it at 269, and he wasn't getting any hits. I'm like, it 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 sounds ridiculous, John, but you priced it wrong. You, you priced it too high. You know, it, you you it's showing you right here: 265, 260, 265, 260, 265, 260. One went a little bit higher, um, but it actually had had a lot of upgrades. Mm-hmm. Uh, interior interiorly to that to the unit and it's like people just you you got just a little bit too high people just aren't gonna look at them mm-hmm. they're they just like no because we're gonna wait we're gonna sit back and we're gonna wait for these people to drop the price mm-hmm. and then what happens is the seller gets gets nervous and they drop it more than if they had originally priced it correctly they have to drop it more because now they're 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 feeling insecure about the pricing on
1: yeah. their
2: units.
0: You know. Then we sit here and we look. You know, week over week, we're averaging three eighty six overall. Mm-hmm. And I looked at last year's number, and we're about fifty units below uh, difference in the period average. Okay, we were, we were four hundred thirty six. Um, last year you know 50 units is a is pretty good consistent number. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty big <laughs> pretty big spread overall. Yeah,
1: I mean you're talking if we we're at 436, like you know, that's a 50 units is that's that's you know, approaching a 12, 12 and a half percent decline.
0: Yep. Yep. Then average days on market, we pop back up. Um, I think a lot of that had to do with not only a holiday, but that jump in rates that we took last month. Mm-hmm and our inventory is consistently growing. And this was something that I found, we usually don't look at this slide, but I wanted to put it in. And that's because of this, active foreclosures. We're actually starting to see a jump in active foreclosures. Mm -hmm. You know, we're sitting down, you know, 20, 21, 25. We've almost doubled the active foreclosure sales. From September, which again makes a lot of sense because you know the inflation that's gone on, not as many jobs available. We've seen we have seen some layoffs here locally, yeah. so that's when you start to see that number that that active foreclosure number jump up. Mm-hmm. And another thing I've been doing with one of my investors is we've been looking at tax deed sales, mm-hmm. and that's when someone's owed um been owed uh they, they bought the tax tax lien it's been over three years and now they're filing to you take the property over and in volusia county oh my gosh there were 42 of them last week and i think there's 28 of them this week and it, it's not a lot of money it's like fifteen hundred dollars i think was on average what some of these people were going to lose their properties over that just kind of like blew my mind a little bit -hmm. i didn't i didn't expect to see that yeah then we get into our condo market and you see here we're still sitting about 95 percent days on market consistently 43 but this period average 129 we were over 200 a year ago yeah so we've seen about close to a 40 Over a 40% decrease in the number of condo sales in a year. That's tremendous. And the inventory continues to grow with it. And then this was the, I don't have it. But the the other one I was looking at is the number of withdrawn Mm -hmm. for condos shot through the roof the past week. It went from an average about 30 to, I think was 65 withdrawn. Mm-hmm. In the past. So people are like, I'm not having any luck selling this. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to withdraw it and continue to hold on to it. Hmm. So it's the market still, um, it's still soft. And if you're, if you're a buyer, you know, take advantage of it. You mm-hmm. know, just, I just, I just really think there's people who, are sitting on the s- sidelines right now. That don't realize that it could be a very, very good time to be mm-hmm. a buyer. Yep. You know, home prices. I don't think we may see a small pullback. But I really don't think with with the number of homes. Um, when you look at the the data of people still moving here, mm-hmm. um, that there's no space yeah. left <laughs> to build. <anything. laughs> Um, that the prices aren't going to, are, we're not going to see that pullback from the like 2009s, 2010s. Yep. So take advantage of it now and work your deals, work them, you know, make it, make it be beneficial to you because there's sellers out there who are, are, are nervous. Like, like the one I met the other day, my house has been on the market for 20 days and I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any hits on it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Well, first off it's price wrong. Know. Yeah. So take, you know, walk in, sh- put your numbers on the table. Hey, this is what it is. You know, if it works great, if it doesn't, okay. Yep. Not a big deal. We've got, we've got 5,600 homes, you know, that we have an opportunity at. So, all right. Well, those are our numbers for the week. Thank you so much for joining us and please like, and subscribe. And we will see you again next Thursday. Take care, Joe. We'll you as well. Feel better. Bye.